welcome to Own the Microphone. Join me, Bridget McGowan, an award-winning international professional speaker and owner of the independent publishing company, BMAC Talks Press. Today, I am joined by Shyla Collier. She is the owner of Premier Social Media, a worldwide marketing agency in Mesa, Arizona, and she is passionate about helping business owners. She graduated with a Bachelor of Science in Advertising and Photography. Her experience in business ownership, marketing, PR, event coordination, photography, and teaching at community college levels has contributed to her expertise in social media with more than 13 years of experience in marketing. She is the author of Social Media Key to Credibility. She is a contributing author to Redesign Your 9 to 5, one of my personal favorites. And she is also a contributing author to the Amazon bestseller, When You're Done Expecting, which was endorsed by the co-founder of the Make-A-Wish Foundation. So, so happy to have Shyla here today. Shyla, we're going to get right into it. You ready? Awesome. I'm ready. Seatbelt strapped on? (laughs) Got it. (laughs) This is a question that I hear all of the time after a presentation, whether I did it virtually or in person. How do you make such great looking slides? What is your secret? And I know with your background, not just in speaking, but also in marketing and branding and just making things look gorgeous, how do you make amazing looking slides? I know you know the answer to that one. Give it to us. Yeah. So um, actually Canva is the best resource for that. Um, And it's so simple. My son actually used it to make his presentation for school during this time. Um, and you can put so many interactive things on it. You know, uh, graphics can come in and out and, um, it's, it's very aesthetically pleasing and very, very, very simple. So that's what I use for that. Yes. Yes. Canva, everybody. C-A-N-V-A. And it comes preloaded with all kinds of templates. So you're not trying to rack your brain and figure out where do you place text and where do you place an image and what makes it aesthetically pleasing. They figure out color combinations. They figure out placement. They figure out ratio. They, they give you all kinds of great font combinations because sometimes you want to do some fun things. You don't just want Times New Roman in your slide deck. They will have all kinds of great font selections. They do the thinking for you when it comes to design. And so all you have to do is show up and be a rock star. So check out Canva and it's free. There are some upgraded versions if you want to do some really snazzy, razzy dazzle (laughs) types of things, right? But I'll tell you, I make a lot of things on Canva, whether it's for social media, whether it's for uh, marketing, whether it is for uh, just some PDFs, sometimes I'll make ebooks on there, um, all kinds of things I make on Canva, and I use the free version. I'm a I'm a cheap type person. <laughs> I'm just I'm just cheap, and I have not had to upgrade. There have been instances where I've been tempted to upgrade so I can get this really groovy looking font or something like that. But check it out, Canva, C A N V A dot com, and when you come with your passion and you come with your content for your presentation, Canva just makes you 
look like this, like you're just on top of the world with your presentation. It gives the the full package. And even with those templates, they're all customizable too. So they just give you a good idea to start with, and that's what we use them for. And then you can switch out all the colors, all the fonts that you want, um, all the pictures. And we do do use the upgraded version just because we have so many clients that we use it for a lot of things. Um, I have a vast background in Photoshop, but to save time and effort, Canva is, is definitely where it's at for sure. Nice. Yes. I uh, love when I discovered it. I think someone told me about it maybe about three or four years ago. And I thought, yeah. where have you been all my life? <laughs> right. <laughs> now, at the time of this recording, we are in the midst of a pandemic where a lot of people are working from home. A lot of telecommuting is happening. A lot of meetings, presentations, conferences, so on are taking place via web conferencing platforms such yeah. as Zoom or WebEx or Webinar Jam, GoToMeeting, you name it, right? Just pick a flavor out of the <laughs> web-based <laughs> web-based meeting space, if you will. So this is applicable now, but even beyond when we emerge from this pandemic, and we all know we will, what is your number one strategy for presenting online, whether you're doing a webinar, whether you're doing a meeting, or maybe talk to me, are there different strategies for webinars and different strategies for meetings? What, what's, what's a great strategy for making sure you just show up and show out in the online environment? So we're using Zoom for everything right now. And actually, um, we haven't been open since March um, at our Mesa location. So all of us have been working from home um, just to be safe through this pandemic. And so all of our meetings are via Zoom and all of our um, networking groups, because I have networking groups throughout Arizona, um, all those are being done on Zoom. And and I think there the Zoom is the easiest one out there. And, um, you know, it gives you unlimited time if you have this, this subscription version, which we pay for, of course. Um, <laughs> I, I am not that cheap. I do pay for <laughs> I will pay for the upgraded version of Zoom because you, I need it for the storage, right? Right. Well, yeah, it's well worth it. Well worth it. And, I mean, we even tried the new Facebook um, app that they came out with to do that, the Facebook Rooms. And it did not work out at all. You could only have a certain amount of people. People were getting kicked out. Uh, it, it was just not user-friendly whatsoever. And that was when it first came out. And, of course, it's nice of Facebook to, you know, jump on that bandwagon and give give people a free option. Um, it was also um, timed out at a certain amount of time, too. Yeah. So, um, so I, maybe they've gotten better. I know that was right when it came out, but... I did try that just to see how it would work, um, but it was it, it did not compare to Zoom at all. <laughs> so, so what what's your what's your tip? What's your best habit for being a rock star on any of those platforms? I would say obviously one is your appearance, making sure that you look good. I know that some people are you know they have their pants on or their leggings underneath and all that stuff, and that that's really funny, but. Uh, you know, I fully get dressed in my dress and I'm ready to go. You have your makeup on. You you look great to begin with. Um, and then, of course, planning it out. <laughs> well, thank you. Great. I didn't realize you were talking about me. I thought you were talking about you in general. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> and then planning it all out is, is very, very important. So even, even for this podcast, you know, I wrote down everything because if I write it all down, then I'll remember it better as well. Um, and, and definitely when we're doing our meetings also, that's, that's a very 
important part of that too. So making sure you look great, being camera ready, period. And I think people don't think about that, but I, I see it as you, you're on camera. So being camera ready, you don't have to have on a full blown suit from head to toe with the shoes and everything. But I'll tell people, I think even for this podcast, I, I may have said from the shoulders up, <laughs> at least, you know, right. look like you're going on stage to make a presentation. Yeah. Look as if you would look if you were showing up to the office. And I think it's even more important. Let's say you do work in an office environment where you can wear t-shirts and sweatpants. I do have some friends who are <laughs> able to do that, right? But let's say you do work in an environment when we were going to work face-to-face where you can have that kind of attire. I think in the virtual environment, you want to put a little bit more care into your appearance because of that virtu- because of that distance created by right being in a virtual environment. So at least have an aesthetically pleasing situation going on for your colleagues uh, because they're not going to be able to hang out with you at the water cooler. All they'll have is this impression that they're getting in this little box of your, you know, shoulder head uh, view or this view. All eyes are on you. So (laughs) all all eyes are on you. And then I like your second point about just having an agenda, even if it's just a little notepad with a couple of items jotted down to make sure that you cover what you want to cover. And you give the appearance of looking prepared and organized, even if it's three minutes before you get on, jot down the three to five things you want to cover or that you need to ask or whatever the case may be, or you need to get answers to and uh, just, yeah, don't 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 freeze up. It's okay. It's just the camera. Act natural. <laughs> Act natural. There you go. Act natural. Here's my next question. Whether you are presenting online or in person, how can you make sure you are successful every single time or at least 99% of the time? I would say all of that is with eye contact. Eye can't, contact is the most important thing when speaking in public or online, um, you know, so that people know that you're actually connecting with them and they feel like you are. So, and, and you want to make sure that you're not just connecting with one person. You want to make sure that your eyes are gazing throughout the audience as well. Okay. It, when, when you give fantastic eye contact, even if you have an audience of, a hundred people. If you're looking at any one particular person for a concentrated amount of time, let's say 30 seconds as you're talking or 15 seconds as you're talking, the six people closest to that person feel like you're talking directly to them. Exactly. Right. And it's just, it, 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 it's far more effective than staring at the clock in the back of the room. Remember those speech <laughs> classes? <laughs> so find a find a spot in the back of the room. Look just over people's heads. I mean, that's bizarre. I'm sitting here looking yeah. at you, and I'm I'm looking up, wondering what what's up there. And then, <laughs> find a friendly face or two, and then focus in on them. Now, Shyla. Did you ever think you would get into professional speaking? Was this a childhood dream? Were you talk to us? Yeah, I definitely have always been interested in it, actually, (laughs) surprisingly. Um, But I started early with business ownership and all of that, too. But, um, you know, as in elementary school, I was in student council. So you definitely have to do some public speaking there. When I got to high school, um, I was in rhetoric class, actually, 
And then, so part of that was public speaking, but then you could advance and be in speech and debate. So I was um, in speech and debate, and then I became the captain of speech and debate, and then I coached it afterwards as well. So I've always been interested in it. (laughs) Okay, so Shiloh, for the rest of us who weren't taking (laughs) rhetoric classes or signing up for the debate team, what... What recommendations do you have for someone who says, you know what, that's that's just not my jam, and besides, I'm not going back to high school to <laughs> enroll in any of those classes or college and get on the debate team. What recommendations do you have for someone who just feels like, you know what, this own the microphone business sounds good in theory, but I don't know if I can do it. What suggestions do you have? Well, I think everyone can do it, and, and with everything else, practice makes perfect, so... Um, Of course, even I would say the first year in speech and debate, I was really, really good at it. The second year, my anxiety got the best of me. So it was very, very hard, actually. Um, And so I would have anxiety attacks right before it and everything else. But I think the big reason why that happened was because I was not as prepared as the year before. So being prepared is huge. And like I said, writing all that stuff down ahead of time and knowing exactly what you're going to say and almost memorizing it in your head, at least. Um, to have a good starting point, that's key to it, as well as the, like you said, with the the eye contact and finding different people to look at in the audience. And yeah, it, it is hard at first. It's really hard. And, um, you know, you have to definitely work at it, but anyone could do it. Well, and like you said, it's hard at first, but what isn't hard at first if you've not done it before or you've not tried to tackle it before? I mean, I think about getting myself to a gym, now that's that's hard. Right? <laughs> I agree. <laughs> getting myself on some kind of a regular workout regimen, that's hard. So anything, but, and this is going to sound so cliche, but anything <laughs> worth doing, worth improving yourself, worth making you um, just more of a standout person than you already are. It, it's going to require a little bit of, a little bit of hustle, a little bit of yeah, definitely. And it will help of, your business so much, so it's so worth it. Yeah, yeah. There you go. Your business, your profession, your standing in your profession or in your office. All right, Shyla, it's been an absolute pleasure. Thank you so much for your expertise today. Thank you. All righty.